welcome to the 212 podcast. We are back again for another episode. Our next guest hails from Colombia and has packed more talents into his repertoire than the fattest, juiciest arepa. Uh, he has worked as a sound engineer for the Latin American superstars Calle 13, as well as the not so well known Shakira. Who is she? He has also been nominated for a Latin Grammy, as well as making hits for uh, hit records for Bombo Estéreo. Please welcome the producer and owner of Pollen Records, Felipe Alvarez. How are you and where are you today, Felipe? Hi, Daniel. It's so glad to be here. Thank you for the invitation. I am in El Retiro, Antioquia, a small town uh, near Medellin, Colombia. And uh, as I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and thrilled to be here. Awesome. Thanks, Felipe. We do the same with all of our guests, I guess, just going back to where they actually got into music. Can you take it back to the very beginning? How did you grow up and what influenced you and where did you actually grow up? Did you grow up near Medellin? Um, and yeah, a little bit about what young Felipe, Felipe was doing. I, I grew up in Medellin. Uh, I wanted to, to start a punk band. And my mother uh, kindly suggested to study classical guitar. Uh, <laughs> I was stupid enough to take her her uh, advice, uh, and uh, but I discovered um, like contemporary music, Leo Brauer and all the contemporary music repertoire from for the classical guitar, and I really fell in love with with that um, emotion, uh, and started I started for ten years. And I dropped out school, high school, well, not college, actually. I dropped out the college and start working for a guy uh, who was producer already. Actually, he's um, Luis Ochoa, uh, superstar producer. And I was his assistant for, for, for 10 years. I started that way. I started with him. How does a classical guitar compare to others? Wow. Uh, tempo is is one one thing to have in mind. We it, it it has like a very free tempo. It's it's. I'll tell you a story and and you you will know. Uh, I when when I was uh, with my my friends uh, um, growing up already and and we were like they were all all like broqueros uh, like um, they were. <laughs> They were like classic. They were all rock rock stars. I, I guess that's the word. Um, and I and I, I said, okay, I'm going to show you how how it was playing guitar. And I I I put this uh, small the um, esquivel, uh, and uh, uh, and they just started laughing and didn't stop. I couldn't couldn't play a note. <laughs> <laughs> so the the. I mean, Latin America and I guess uh, Spain as well, they have, uh, they're, they're kind of known for that kind of fast tempo, kind of jazz type, quick rhythm uh, guitar playing. But you said that you, you grew up and you wanted to be um, a, a kind of rock guitarist. Is that right? Yeah, I, I want to play in a punk band. Uh, and I did, and I did. Uh, it who, was fun. who were you listening to back then? Who got you into it? Oh, um, from from the Clash, Sex Pistols, to Los Psychos and um, Demencia Total, and a lot of punk punk rock from Peru, uh, in Spain and, and US and UK, of course. 
so a lot of like there's a lot, a lot of those are like political uh, hardcore um rock bands that have like a real key core message as well uh, of course <laughs> You know, some some songs uh, were like uh, I, I didn't understood really what what they're saying, but now that I I, I I come back to them sometimes, but really few, I was like okay, <laughs> I was amazed. I was listening to that in my thirteens. And what? How did you how did you learn English? When did it come When did it come about? Because your English is great. How did it, How did it uh, come about? I I. I my, I remember my professor, El Señor Barriga, uh, when I was like uh, seven, eight years old. He has great method, and he in in and as yeah, and um, well, basically speaking, but El Señor Barriga had a, a lot to do with it. <laughs> so he was he was just getting you to just kind of talk. Yeah, he has he, he has these cards, uh, the word in Spanish in one, one um, end and the other end the word in English. And it was super easy to learn. And I was I was uh, young and it was like very, very easy, natural. How was it growing up in Medi- Medellin? Obviously, because you have these stereotypes if you if you do uh, a uh, I don't know if you do kind of watch narcos and and don't have any other uh, you know you have a naive mind and probably don't uh, speak to the colombians very often they'd probably say like medellin would be a real difficult place to grow up but what was it like for you and how did music influence you in your local area in in the 80s it was there there's two sides of the story as always there was the nice sweet family side and friends and going out and you know like normal life as everyone lived, and there was this other side, and and that that changes all changed all of us, which was the violence we were surrounded by, in the eighties, in the uh, particularly in the in the, the in, in in the end of the eighties was it was it was heavy, and uh, of of course wanting to have a punk band has a lot to do with taking out this anger and this uh, fear and uh, like a like a stress reliever and uh, it was it was it was super heavy it was super heavy uh, going out but you had to you had to you couldn't stay home and, and and just try to avoid the whole situation you were surrounded by it I uh, when I when in the place when I when when my bus came to pick me up, uh, I, I saw all the all the mafiosos coming with the with the Ferraris and and, and huge cars, you know, and we, we all knew. Oh, there were, there is uh, Ochoa coming. Okay, <laughs> and uh, so it was it was heavy, but it also it gives you this strength and this. A way of living the moment and a very intense, um, and you can turn all this fear and 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 into into love and and awareness. Well, you you, you say that as well because you you mentioned uh, the bands that you were listening to, and obviously people turn certain things. Uh, you know, uh, they use their music to you know portray a story. You you were talking about the punk here. Obviously, the UK there was a level of you know, I don't know, the Buzzcocks, Clash, Damned, uh, Jam, they were all kind of giving off this 
political stance as well to say, look, we we're feeling uh, we don't have a great deal or, or we're wanting to, you know, branch out and try and try and make a success. Did around that time, did were there more people that were making punk music and, and making music uh, to make that political stance? Absolutely. Um, there was basically two trends in, in, in the youngsters at that time, punk rock and hardcore metal, whether you like one or the other. Um, there was few people that, of course, also um, listened to tropical music, and and so in a way we all did, you know. Even the the most uh, hardcore metal guy used to dance a little salsa, you know, but he wouldn't tell. <laughs> Does that just go hand in hand with the the, the salsa with Latin America? Everyone has to uh, learn uh, some sort of uh, dancing. No, no, not not everyone, but but it's 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 um, it's every every it's well it's in it's in the it's in the blood, you know. It's yeah. it's cultural. What um you I mean you had a successful career in music. I mean coming up uh, through the the ranks. What made you want to take the actual leap into kind of having a record label? Uh, thank you for the question. Um, well. The the music we were trying to 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 make and the sound we were interested in in developing wasn't the wasn't of the likes of the majors at that moment. Nowadays it is, but and then we decided to put the songs out there and see what happened. And and um, we the basic principle was. If we sell just a little, but this little come to us, maybe we can make a decent living. And we weren't up for 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 you know becoming huge rock stars and, but make a decent living with with our own personal music, and in a way we did it. How was that for you as well though? Because you said you like. Uh, you you were in a band, you know. You wanted to be in the band. What's the comparison to like being uh, to having a record label to actually producing? Like, what would you? Is there a preference that you would have, or do you do you enjoy all of it equally? No, being a producer is is, is a more exciting more exciting part of it for me. Uh, recording and and, and 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 you know developing a sound and and uh, achieving like a you know. Uh, a record you know a concept uh, i think that for me is the most uh, uh, interesting and passionate thing the the, um, the being in a band it, it's 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 not of my likes at the moment and hasn't been for a long long time <laughs> how, uh, how long has how long has Poland been going for 15 years now wow and how yeah. hard is it to actually sustain a record label because it's it seems so difficult it is difficult. It re- it's really difficult, and it's there are so many aspects of having a record label that you can go mad. But um, I don't know. Well, I, I could I could live as a producer, but nobody hires me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to hire myself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What did, were there any challenges that you? I mean, because you can all whenever you start a kind of business plan, you always, you know, you you 
you go in with a semi-idea, but then you always find these little challenges. Were there any challenges that you didn't think would happen when you when you started to started the the, the record label? Nah, all of them was like a complete surprise, you know. When when I started, it was like you know n- not like a study decision, but but something like let's let's just try, you know, and and something crazy that I went for. I, I didn't have a, the clear idea of what was I'm getting into, and it, there were some really tough moments uh, where I didn't have money to pay the rent, and it was tough moments. And at the end of that, then the the more, more chill, um, there were uh, well things things started to work out, you know, economically. Um, so it, it was ups and downs, and but nowadays it's super comfortable to 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 run run your own business, and 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 you don't depend on anyone's idea of how you will make your record. It's between you and the artist, and and if the artist is happy, you are happy, and 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 it's it's also it's also very rewarding. That's that's kind of people's like real goal, you know. When you say to people, you know, what would you do if money was no option? I mean, you're saying there, you know, the, there was there was some struggles that you had at at the beginning, but I'm assuming that if I asked you whether you would change it for anything, you would say no. No, no, I I completely enjoy it, but I wouldn't recommend nobody to open a record label. <laughs> <laughs> What did your friends and family say when you told them? Oh, you you you're completely mad. You went crazy. What are you gonna do? I, I was already, you know, I, I was doing good at the moment. I I, I was living, you know, uh, well, and I didn't have problems to pay my rent, and you know, I, I was doing good. It was it was a crazy idea. Well, taking it back to you know your your earlier uh, earlier time, you know you, your sound engineer days. How was that working with the likes of Shakira and Kaya Treze? Yeah, it was it was super nice. It was super nice. It's really nice people to work with, um, and uh, fun and, and, and nice company. You know, it was it was super nice. It was super nice. It was a nice era. <laughs> And I guess you got to see them grow as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, well, with Calle 13, I, I, I work in Cumbia de los Aburridos, which was, but they were already a success. They, they already had this uh, this huge uh, song, they, 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 their, their biggest hit, already out. And, um, and with Shakira, I work in the second album and in the fourth five. I don't know, and uh, of course, uh, but but these these people, you know, they're, they they understand where they stand. I find that that you when you do it's you kind of want to be working with people uh, like that who who at least know exactly what they what they want. You know, you it makes does it make it easier for you or does it make it harder? No, it's it's always fun with people that are not easy. You know. Uh, it's it's more interesting when 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 the artist it's always telling you that that you're doing good 
that's where I'm getting worried. So comfort, <laughs> comfort worries you. Yeah, of course, comforts, comforts a bit worrying because, because probably they don't know what they they're, they're doing or 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 they're not telling. But that but that's not that's not your problem in the end. No? But but when when somebody challenges you and 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 how can we make this sound like this or and that's exciting. That's where the fun. I, for me is and then fast forwarding to your work now uh you know working with bombard estelio and and working with them how did that come about and did you expect them to get as big as they did i mean so your has kind of over 100 million <laughs> views on youtube wow <laughs> okay so now when when i when i started working with them i thought it was interesting creatively and and the concept was really interesting because we, we were not looking to fit an outs, outside standard, but trying to develop something from the inward. And then it felt it felt really interesting, and 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 it was particularly difficult because we were coming up with a completely new sound, um, which was this electronic cumbia for us was completely new and, and, and we had to experiment a lot to get to, to the original sound. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't imagine there were support, well, they, they, were, they come up to be like they are now. I, I, I couldn't imagine uh, that. I, I, I knew somehow they will, they will do good. But doing good is, and 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 have, I don't know. They they really grow. <laughs> and what people what people kind of don't realise as well is Colombia has 50 million people in it. You know, do you think there's there needs to be an international recognition for any Latin music releases other than just Spanish speaking countries? Because I mean, you could release something in Spanish, and and I mean, there's so many options in terms of millions and millions of people that you could possibly uh, reach out to. Is there a need to get the English speaking countries listening, or or any any language to that matter? I, I think there is. You know, when 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 we started promoting the band, I, I didn't I didn't stop and um. And, and think about what the the, the Colombian uh, experts will let me will tell me about how the band sounds or or how if they like it or not. I I, I went outside and 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 got the feedback from from international uh, promoters and 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 club owners and and they like it. It's good. But sometimes you know when when things are so new. Uh, your people are afraid to tell you their opinion. So you need kind of almost a, an outsider's view. Now, it was super important, and in in a way, we knew we couldn't we couldn't trust our own our own um, promoters here. They 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 understood later, and they did. But your whole ethos and your desires to kind of create this subgenre within Colombia as well and have something different. I mean, how hard is that to get the buy-in from locals? 
Well, we, we, we were listening to voices of the um, uh, traditional music, like, oh, this is a... Uh, this is a disrespecting tradition, uh, and and the the other the, um, the guys in the in the radio was like, this is this doesn't sound commercial, you know. You need to learn how commercial sounds like, and um, and all kinds of confused voices when when something new comes up, uh, and it wasn't only Bomba Stereo; it was a whole movement, and later. Three, four years later, they were loving it and dancing to it. And what's the music scene like now in Colombia in comparison to when you kind of started? Oh, it's, it's, it has changed a lot. You know, when we started, there were no like in, indie labels or, you know, there were like two, really. Um, or Migaloca, who broke, and MTM, who's still standing, and, she, he, and very nice, probably the huge. The, the the biggest uh, indie label in Colombia, and nowadays we can we can count fifty indie labels, and there's thousands of or, or at least hundreds of bands of with indie music, and 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 there's a like um it, it has changed a lot. When when I started, you have to talk with the majors uh, at that time were four majors, and 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 to release music. Nowadays, everyone's releasing music and, and, and it's very active scene. And, and sometimes you, doesn't, you, you don't understand what's happening with, with, with the tradition. Um, and and, and there's, there's, a lot, uh, there's a lot going on. And how do you kind of figure out who you want on the label? Like, is there... Do you, do you kind of go to a lot of gigs and then, you know, if you see someone, you're like, oh, that's, that person's great, or is it word of mouth? Or how do you figure out who who you'd want? It, it was supernatural. It was like, I, I, I didn't go out that much, you know. I was in the studio the whole time. But the bands, the bands were letting me know, oh, you should listen to this guy. Let me introduce you to this guy. He's, 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 he's doing great music. Let me... Let me so I, I I introduced the guy in the studio and 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 it was through the bands, you know. There was no, there was for probably the first band I I I heard in a gig and I said, oh, I want to work with them. Was Cruz Peligrosos, a hip hop act from Medellin, and um, which I was like blown away. I, I was in 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 Circular eight eight ten years ago. And, and, and they sounded amazing live with drums and hip hop. And I was blown away. And, 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 and three or four years later, I, I ended up working with them. But it's, it was it's very uh, organic the way we, 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 we picked our, our people. Nowadays, last, last band I, I, I signed via Instagram. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> how times how times have changed, Felipe. A little bit, yeah. I um, don't know now. <laughs> it's it. I mean, you you said there, like I mean, you had the two indie labels when you were growing up, and obviously there was a, a you know a lot of danger and 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 in in the area. But now, how you see it now, would you with the music scene now? It sounds like it's so. There's so many different variations of it. Would you be able to tell the difference between something that was made in Colombia by beat, or is it is it bigger than that? 
Wow. I, I, I really don't know how to answer that question. Uh, well, Latin America is it's an amazing place for music. Um, and it's huge. And, and um, sometimes, you know, you, 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 can, you, you can be fooled by a band from Chile or, or Colombia or Mexico. It's, it's complicated. I think that there is, of course, there's a certain tradition here that you, that stands out. But but um, when you're from from the country, so maybe you you don't see it as clear. What makes Colombia such a great scene to to kind of grow up in with with music? You know, conflict. <laughs> you 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 tell you you could tell I'm crazy, but you know when 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 people have suffered. And where people have struggled, there's 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 a lot of feeling to it, and there's a deep deep emotions. And I think people learn how to overcome this fear and this uh, pain through music. And I think there that's that's where the power comes. I think, but not only, but 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 but. But of course, of course, this whole scene has a lot to do with overcoming pain and suffering. And it's the it's the double edged sword, isn't it? It's because it's it's you know you've got all these different things that have happened uh, around the world. I mean, even with COVID, you think you know there's going to be a lot of pain that's happened through through that period as well. But with that, I'm sure. Uh, do you think there there will be more music that's created out of that? It's interesting, you know, uh, lockdown and, 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 and this situation of COVID will, will definitely, will definitely, we're, we're about to listen huge amounts of music, I think. Is there anyone else you, you would, I mean, Bombo Stereo is, is, is really great. You might, it, it sounds like you've worked with them from the start as well. And, you know, uh, Shakira, Kaya Treze, is there, is there anyone that you would love to work with in the future oh man of course <laughs> mm, there's a bunch there is a bunch uh, i don't know i i can i can there's there's so many but uh, i would love to work with jorge drexler uh, julieta venegas uh, there's a huge list i would people that i would love to collaborate with but but uh, i think they they have their the their team's superstructure already and they know what they're doing so so i'm 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 hopeful for that but uh, let's see do you have it do you have i mean obviously you're you're bilingual so you do you have a desire to ever kind of move away and try to work with other uh labels in america or in europe or yeah, I would love to, you know, uh, I would love to try new things because uh, it's it's interesting to 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 contribute in a in a different scenario, you know. I think I contribute here in Colombia some somewhat, uh, but but you know, I'm 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 opening my ears to to new sounds. I just produced, I just finished an album of a um, singer songwriter like you know that uh, you somehow somehow similar to jose gonzalez to 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 make an idea 
completely different from what I did. And the next album I'll, I'll record is uh, pian solo piano, not solo, but piano with mostly piano with some electronica. So so I'm 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 moving away from folk a lot. Is there a kind of non Spanish speaking could you make it a success in Colombia if if with a non Spanish speaking source? Of course. Of course. There's like who's in the hits at who's in the hits at the moment that you that that have that are I'm assuming they'd obviously be in the top twenty there's gonna be big uh, yeah, I mean, there's probably Justin Bieber or something's probably in the in the hits as uh, as we speak, probably. Yeah, yeah. Also, also him. And but but um, oh, there's so old old timers also. You know, some, in 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 the in the top twenties. Um, there's 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 a you know a huge uh, selection of 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 artists from the eighties. That sounds regularly on radio, radio here, and um, and but you can listen, you can listen uh, from also like Chemical Brothers and and um, a lot of other other acts. Oh man, I, I definitely would, would like to work with with non-Spanish speaking artists. Yeah, awesome. So if anyone's listening to this, uh, reach out to Felipe um, and, and come and join the uh, join the label. <laughs> uh, we we you know we, well uh, we 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 will we will present this uh, this artist. He speaks he 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 sings in English and Spanish, and I'm so thrilled to to have work in that with him. He's he's. Lucas Hill, and it's super interesting guy, and um, yeah, but it, it, whatever. Uh, let's move. Let's move forward. <laughs> Which you've you've got. Um, I mean, you said there we were talking about it with the um, recordings of you know Shakira and Caratrezi, and, and then you received the two Grammy Awards in 2011 for Best Song of the Year and Recording of the Year. I wonder what you're most proud of. I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of uh, Elegancia Tropical, a record with Bomba Stereo, which had a nomination only. But the album is, is really fantastic. And it was like an inspiration for a generation of, of Colombian producer and, and, and bands. Obviously working in Latin America, that song is a timeless piece, you know. It's it's working with Calle Trece was amazing, amazing. But you know, uh, probably my contribution to 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 that song is much more um modest. What is the difference between I mean real technical, but it's what is the difference between a sound engineer and a producer? Like, if someone was to, if you was to explain it, what is the, what is the difference? And how do all those cogs work when it comes to making a song? Well, probably it's better. It's easier to to understand what is the the, the similarities, because what you are doing with with a band and with a song is creating a sound, shaping the sound of the band. So being an engineer is super handy and it helps you 
you know, as 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 I I understand sound as a language, so you you can use that language better when you're sound engineer and producer for the benefit of of the end result. It's tough because you can you can you also it's, it's super difficult because you can get get um, confused and and with the technical aspect. And, and and forget about the the, the musical aspect, uh, but but um, I think it's super handy in the end. And do you and you mentioned there? Do you do you feel like sometimes that like you maybe like overanalyze songs sometimes, or you have a tendency to not go with your your gut, or do you generally, as a as a rule of thumb, like kind of go with what you feel at the time? I, I trust I trust the feelings a lot, maybe too much. <laughs> I mean, it's worked for you. It's worked for you anyway, hasn't it? So, yeah, I have. Yeah, I have to admit. So, with the with Columbia's kind of indie label, how do you see you evolving and pivoting during the pandemic? Is there anything new that you've learned, or is there any you know anything positive that you've that, that's come out of what's happened in the last kind of eighteen months? No, um, it was super, super good. I have, I'm, I'm super grateful. I, I, I have time to study a lot, and uh, time to to develop a little more, like this, my skills, uh, um, my mixing skills particularly. And uh, I, I, I enjoyed the whole time. I worked my ass off, and um, and having a label was was super good was 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 super good you know because because i i didn't have much job in the last two years but the label and the royalties came and and helped um pay 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 the bills which must have been difficult yeah of course it was challenging it was challenging i closed my studio i had to close my studio i i closed my apartment I'm I'm I went to live with my wife in a small house near Medellin. But it was it was it was also super good in 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 a lot of aspects. What's what's probably the good thing? I guess you'd spend more time with your family maybe? I spent more time with my family and as I told you I I was like working like crazy. <laughs> I I really worked my ass. And that's ready for when when everything gets back to some normality. Yeah, we will we'll be releasing some music next year. Awesome. And is there any labels that you kind of look up to that you see as a kind of mirror image of what you want Pollen Records to be? I I admire a lot um, Glitterbeat. I I enjoy I enjoy and admire a lot Ivan Duran Stone Tree Records. There's there's a whole bunch of of record labels uh, I love, uh, of course Road Trade and um, Honest Jones. Man, there's a long list. How many of these countries have you travelled to 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 kind of see the the difference? Have you have you have you travelled much to? I mean, Rough Rough Trade is that that's in um, the UK, isn't it? I, my wife is British, so so I, I'm quite familiar with London. That's where you get your uh, your great English from, then. <laughs> I, I, I spent I spent a lot of time there because of my wife. 
did you meet her over there or did you meet her in Colombia? I met her in Colombia. Yeah, nice. Um, and how do you, how is it, I guess, how is it different? Do you, I mean, if you've, if you've travelled into different countries and different cities, then you must have a little bit of a grasp of the difference that you find in in Colombia and what you can get from Colombia that you can't get from other places. Yeah, absolutely. And vice versa. What what are the what are the what are the draws? Like if you were if you if you were on the Colombian um tourist board, uh, how would you be selling Colombia as a music scene? It it has a lot of raw raw feeling like uh, there's a, a wildness which is absolutely interesting here. So how does the how does the the politi- cuz you mentioned the political side um as well. How you how has that influenced you as a person into music as well? Well, I can I can I can talk about the peace process, you know, which I think is super important for our country and it is it's it's something that has to be finished and um this i think the people have had united a lot um, and trust most most of the people trust um like uh, a possible end end of of war here which is complicated you know there's there's so many forces and 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 it was it was it was difficult to understand what was happening and um, and and politically there's there's people with with that want peace and of course there's also forces that distrust peace and uh, and and well it has been a long 8 years or so trying to 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 balance this situation here politically, and um, we we will hope we will hope we really hope for the next president, which will um, get into office next year, that he can he can balance all these political forces into 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 some kind of peace. Situation here is much more ease. It's less violent than it used to be, but it's still we have a lot to do. Is it is it is it thriving there, or or is is there a desire from people in the local community to, especially like I guess in the music scene in particular, like is there a is it is it is it thriving? It in a way it 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 was uh, three years ago. The, the country was like booming, you know, and every in every aspect, fashion, art, the TV, what, what, uh, even you know, um, technology, a lot of things were moving forward. You know, we have we have a problem because oil is it's a dying industry and carbon is a dying industry. So we have we we're oil dependent country. So we need to we need to change to different to different goals, but we're in that process. I, I I don't know if we can say now we're thriving, but but this is not a poor country. And and it's still kind of 
ticking along like it's still working but is is it hard i guess music specifically is it hard is it hard to make money from music do you have to go to other countries or it's still possible to kind of make as much as you you potentially want it it, it all depends on 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 the genre because popular music it's it's driving big you know and 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 urban music it's it's making millions so if you want to make uh, indie rock in colombia maybe you'll have a hard time and you need to go elsewhere for it yeah yeah exactly this is not a, a, a scene for pop rock or it's difficult you know shakira is a real exception and she's done it she's she's done it big <laughs> but big <laughs> she, she's big up for her <laughs> exactly exactly representing yeah. felipe we're coming to the uh, end of the episode now and i guess one thing that i want to ask you and, and i know you've spoken a little bit about it as well is you know if there's any young uh, music producers out there that you know are, are thinking about the same as what you know a long a young felipe alvarez was uh, was thinking about when when you were setting up a record label what is the biggest learning what would you say just to someone that wanted to set it up what would your advice be definitely follow your your passion and trust your feelings. Um, it's so easy to bend to 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 the um, audience's expectations, or but but uh, having success with something you don't love, I I don't think is that exciting. So trust your feelings, and this is a different world. You can you can you can you can bond direct with your with your audiences and try the craziest music enjoy it and 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 hopefully more people will 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 enjoy it with you awesome and what songs have you got coming out um felipe what uh, bands are you working with at the moment that we can look forward to in the future uh, uh, we just finished a leopardo album it's super interesting techno de la selva uh, it's it's kind of deep uh, house uh, and deep techno uh, with some uh, Colombian sounds. Uh, Lucas Hill, singer-songwriter, he is. Uh, it's a breakup album, and its songs are so beautiful, and it's going. And the sound will be amazing. It, I'm not mixing the record, so sound will be amazing. <laughs> um, also. The, there's there's a band we're about to record, but will will be out in the first half of next year. Conjunto Media Luna, heavy cumbia, like inspired in, in Andres Landeros, like hardcore cumbia, really nice and happy. Um, I think that those three will, will will make first half of next year. Beautiful. Felipe Alvarez, uh, gracias y buena suerte. Thank you. Daniel, thank you so much for your time and, and for this interview. I enjoyed it a lot. And, um, you know, blessings, man. The 212 Podcast was produced by Podlike. Find us at podlike.online. Podlike.